0: Crow Talk. Crow Talk. Crow talk. Just like the men.
1: Hello, I'm Stacey. And I'm Cassidy. And we're independent filmmakers. You know us as two of the ladies of Crow Talk Film Squawk. But we're interrupting Crow Talk for a 10 episode miniseries. In 2020, we released our first feature film, Just Like the Men. And we're about to do something crazy with it. So we decided to build a miniseries around this wild and probably crazy idea.
0: I know. Where the sun is like gold And the cherry blooms burst with snow And down underneath is the loveliest nook Where the four-leaf clovers
1: grow We're releasing our feature film on TikTok. What? It's true. It's never been done before, I don't think. I don't know. But it doesn't really matter because we're about to do it. It's a crazy experiment. So in tandem with this TikTok release, we decided to create a podcast to share with you conversations that we've had along the way with women in the film industry
0: who know way more than us and sort of take you along on this filmmaking journey. It's definitely a very strong and cool collection of women speaking to their knowledge of the industry, which in itself is cool. So look out, ladies and gentlemen.
1: But we should probably tell you a little bit about us.
0: But first, an introduction. <laughs> Chapter One Evil and Dead,
1: one is the for musical.
0: And one is for love,
1: you know. When Stacy met Cassidy. When Cassidy met, met Stacy. In-
0: it was in a grimy bathroom. You heard that right. It wasn't a grimy bathroom. What were we doing in that grimy bathroom? We were having a costume fitting for a musical about zombies, Evil Dead, the musical. And so we were like partially clothed. And I vividly remember not wearing shoes. And it wasn't the cleanest bathroom. It was a bar bathroom. Have I said that already? I think you might have.
1: But we can definitely reiterate that it was a bar bathroom. And for the Bellingham locals, it was the horseshoe bathroom before the new owners Um, that means something to bellingham people so it was a meeting made in paradise Mm and we looked into each other's eyes
0: and we were like
1: hey yeah we said hello and
0: that was pretty much it magic Um, and that started our journey touring with this zombie musical for a couple of years which was like up to that point some of the most intense work i've ever participated in in my entire life it really was. We were
1: the setup crew, the actors, the principal actors, and the teardown crew. Often we would do two shows a night. And for those of you who don't know anything about this musical, it has blood effects on the actors and the audience.
0: Yeah, there's a splatter zone where you can, like, get splashed with a ton of fake blood and zombies will, like, die on you.
1: It's a fun show if you haven't seen it. It's recommended. I recommend it. We won't be in it anymore,
0: but you should still go. It was a strange experience. I've never been in a show before where, like, we knew it so well we didn't have to rehearse. And, like, you know, months would go by sometimes in between shows and we really, like, didn't rehearse pre- performance we just would go because we had done it for so, so many long. times I could probably
1: still do it I think I could not I mean it's been years now since we performed but I think I could like walk on a stage and do evil dead and I think you could too Cassidy
0: I think I could like we could pull it off but that is literally my nightmare that is I mean that is my nightmare. nightmare
1: that is also my nightmare
0: but it was fun while it lasted it was really fun and really hard work and it was an opportunity for the two of us to like be in like the trenches and exhausted because, yeah, we would drive like many hours to where we would be performing. We would set up. We would have a tech rehearsal. Mm-hmm. We would do two shows. Mm-hmm. The shows would be done at like. We would leave. We would get back to the hotel by like four a.m. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we would do it again the next day where we would do two more shows like that. We usually would do it the next day. We usually would. And then after those shows, we would get up. So we would like perform, get back to the hotel at 4 a.m. again. And then the next morning at like 8, go and tear the set down Mm -hmm. (laughs) and drive home. Mm -hmm. So it was very, very tiring, uh, but really fun. It was really fun. Really fun. Do you remember the time we did
1: three shows in Portland? In one day?
0: Yes, and I blacked it out. That's wise. Okay, so we did Evil Dead while we were, like, laying down duct tape and plastic on theater floors that, like, we should not have been performing that musical. And they would, like, had carpet. And we're like, cool, we'll just throw gallons of liquid blood all <laughs> over this theater. So we would, like, literally duct tape, like, thick plastic. Yeah. Like, drop cloths like, down. And, like, the front seats. Black contractors plastic and I remember like still being in my Annie costume like blood splattered which was like I had less blood on me than all the other actors True. princess me um but Stacy and I were like we were like taping or like ripping plastic up in Salt Lake City I think we mm-hmm. were ripping it up like talking about starting a production company and how we wanted to do movies so Yeah, it was a really cool beginning that very much, while even we were in it, felt like the beginning of something bigger. Mm -hmm. It's true. That was the moment where it really all began. That was the little seed that was planted. And then, like, not very much time passed. Like, a year went by. And then we hadn't seen each other for a bit, too. It had Mm -hmm. been, like, a minute. And then we saw each other at the Evil Dead Christmas party. Mm -hmm. And we were like, what are we doing? And why aren't we doing this together? Mm -hmm. Because... We have the same angle. So we teamed up. Mm -hmm. We started shooting sketch comedy shorts. We have we had no fucking idea what we were doing. We kind of still don't. (laughs) And that kind of solidified like at least our aesthetic and taught us, you know, what was important to us to film, what kind of like what kind of stories we wanted to tell, I think. Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, we basically took ourselves seriously from day one. Or that was the intention that we set. Was that if we take it seriously, then it will sprout legs. Hopefully,
0: dreams.
1: But oh, we can't use like Disney songs. So chew. Hey, if we get flagged by Disney, then we've made it. If mm-hmm. we're like infringing enough to get on Disney's radar, I would say then this the goal of this podcast has been met.
0: <laughs> so where does that leave us? So now we're making sketch comedy shorts. We're taking ourselves very seriously. <laughs> We got some good ones. One of those being Free the Penis. Mm -hmm. And it's a short documentary surrounding the conversation about male nudity on the big screen or the lack thereof. And we thought it was going to be like a three-minute little video and it turned into like a 20-minute short because it was a really interesting conversation. We were shooting it back in like 2015. So the landscape of that conversation was much different back then too. Like no one was really talking about it at that point. And that is how we met Laura Lefredo. And basically we have this on camera. She interrupted our interview about (laughs) wee-wees and was like, I gotta talk to you gals. And told us about a famous woman
1: in Bellingham at the turn of the 20th century who wrote a screenplay that was never produced and has been sitting in the archives for 100 years. So if you've never heard of Ella Higginson, that's totally okay because nobody has. But Ella Higginson was frickin' famous, okay? A poet laureate of Washington State.
0: An internationally published novelist. A celebrity of her time. A friend to Jack London. The only person that was really writing about the Pacific Northwest at that time. So she was like truly the eyes of the Pacific Northwest for the whole country because people like didn't travel back then how they do today.
1: A campaign manager for the first woman to hold office in Washington state. Kind of a big deal. Wouldn't you say, Cassidy? I would say. I would
0: say so. She was a big deal. She was a very big deal. But nobody
1: knew about her.
0: So stick around. Next episode, we're going to have Professor Laura Lafredo from Western Washington University as our guest. She is the Ella Higginson guru. She has unearthed this woman's body of work. She is reviving it now. She's working on a biography. She's already written and published a book that's won awards on collections of Ella's work. She's a queen. We've already said that. So we hope to see you next time. And let's like learn and talk about film together. See you next time. If you work, if you wait, you will find the place where the four-leaf clovers grow. Where the four-leaf clovers grow. Where the four-leaf clovers grow. I think we should do it like maybe one or two more times. Okay.